Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Commander Clash podcast, where we talk all things Commander. And this week, we are going to talk about the length of Commander games. Are Commander games getting too long? And what's the optimal length for a game of Commander? Joined with me today is Seth, probably better known as Saffron Olive. How are you doing? I'm doing super well. Good to see you. Tomer, Budget Commander, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Excited to talk about Commander. Krim, the Asian Avenger, what's up? Good morning. I'm good. And I am your host, Richard, and I will guide you through today's discussion of uh, Commander Game Lengths. But before we get to that, uh, today's show is brought to you by Card Conduit, the easiest way to sell your magic cards. Card Conduit lets you skip all the typing, time, and work associated with buy listing. Their curated service lets you send in as many cards as you want with buy list value dollar of a dollar or more, and you pay just a 5% service fee. You can use their sorted service where you list and sort your cards and pay only 2%. You get a detailed report and fast payment once your order is processed, and you can get 10% off by heading over to cardconduit.com slash Goldfish. So thank you, Card Conduit, for sponsoring today's show. And let's get into it. So what has spurred today's conversation? Maybe, uh, maybe just through, through casual talk, maybe games at MagicCon, we've been uh, noticing our games have been taking quite a bit longer. Uh, even Commander Clash itself this season uh, has started to take longer. Part of it is Magic Online issues, but part of it may be because of playstyle or uh, cards that are being printed. Uh, so to frame today's discussion, we asked on Twitter uh, and on YouTube what people thought uh, the optimal game length is for Commander. And the overwhelming majority said an hour. Uh, That'd be like 55%. And then the rest of the people were at 1.5 hours, basically. So an hour to 1.5 hours. And then if not that, uh, two hours is no go. Two, two hours people think are too long. Uh, 45 minutes is too short, but still preferable to two hours. And then 2.5 hours, these people are very bored. There's very few of them. No one wants to go there. <laughs> One to one and a half hours. Do you think Commander in 2023 is hitting this mark? What are your guys' experiences outside of Commander Clash? Uh, I think yes. I think, like, maybe I'm, I'm going to be the, the odd one out here, but I think games are going faster overall over the years. And it does go around to an hour, so an hour and a half. And yeah, sounds about right. I like that. I think my experience at Vegas was, yes, that hour and a half is pretty realistic. There was a couple of, like, super long games, and I think those are, like, unavoidable. Like, you have a weird matchup, you have a weird draw. But I think, in general, if I averaged out the, I don't even, 20 games I played over the weekend, it'd probably be somewhere in that range. I don't think it was longer than an hour and a half. Commander Clash, that's a that's a whole other story. But <laughs> in, the, in the wild, hour and a half seems pretty pretty realistic to me. In and out, like in the wild, like I, having gone to every Magic Con this past year, numerous other events, like all the games that I've played, they haven't been longer than an hour and a half, with uh, some of them ending well under an hour. Mm -hmm. And so, and like that's me playing my dirtily decks, right? So, like, I don't know if, if like, have games gotten longer? They feel like they're the same length that they've always been. If anything, actually, it feels like I used to be coming from two hours and higher, uh, like like back in the original, like the the super OG commander days. 
And 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 yes, I I, I think that's I don't know. Is that is that is that just my experience? Because it feels like yeah, like it's gotten faster. I've been playing since 2011, and definitely there. I was used to games being very long because we were it was less optimized and everything was less efficient. I think that was a one-two punch because like our finishers were less efficient, our ramp was less efficient, our card draw was less. Like I mean, look at like white. You know, if you're a Boros deck, imagine your card draw in 2011 versus. 2023 everything it was less efficient you're, the card draw is so much better so you find your finishers and the finishers cost less mana and less setup to do and like everything was slower back then and then we also didn't have edh rec we didn't have all these online sources to tell us how to build the decks we didn't have years of experience building and copying like everybody's lists and stuff there was just less information like we were using tapped out and it was awful um oh, yeah the God. games were very yeah. long and it was like that was expected you get like two games in on your Friday night magic, you'd play like a three hour game and then people would be like, all right, let's try to, let's try to go for a fast game this time. It would be play a two hour game. And that was it. Like now games are like fast. It feels like very like, y'all need to join here. the trip so? so the, the <laughs> average, I think so. The average game does sit somewhere between an hour and an hour and a half, especially, you know, at magic cons and stuff like that. But the variance I think is actually very high. So I think in past years, I never had a game go two or three hours mm. at MagicCon. I had three games go super long, super mm. long. Uh, people were just not willing to die, <laughs> right? You're like, huzzah, I do the thing, attack you, Teferi's Pro. Okay, untap, farewell, done, right? Let's go for another hour, right? Oh, Psych Rift here, redeploy all your stuff, redo the last two turns. Attack you again, Teferi's Pro, the other guy, Teferi's Pros, right? So there were these weird oddball games where we just went very long. And it, it wasn't the long of like 2011 or whatever, right? Like in, in the early days, you went long because you ran out of gas. You're like, draw land, play a land, play my no value commander, uh, you know, attack for four anemic damage pass, right? Like the long games I was playing was like, everyone has eight cards in hand. It's like two hours in, right? Like the boards and whites multiple times. All the engines are still going. And it, if you win, it's not because people are out of gas. It's because you managed to sneak in through under all the protection and get there. I so, should, yeah. Oh, I should also ahead, say Seth. that, uh, I, my previous events before Vegas had very, very, very long games. Almost every game was like three hours. And I intentionally, change my deck selection to try to keep that from happening so i actually have mm-hmm. sort of like rule zeroed out some of my favorite commanders like i don't play yarik anymore because it's mm-hmm. so triggery it's gonna take so long i got a mono white preston deck which is really cool but it's super blinky and loopy and teferi's protectiony so i just like stop bringing those decks intentionally to try to keep the game length shorter so while i think i hit the hour and a half mark there is kind of a cost to it where I'm like not playing some of my favorite decks just because I am trying to hit that mark. I, really? I definitely, I did this exact same thing actually. So the first, like I even did a tweet about it when I, when I figured out what I was doing. Uh, the first game I played at magic on Vegas was uh, my Calig max arcane deck, which is a very fun deck, very unique, but it's a little bit dirty and it's very slow to win the game because it requires so much setup. Um, and I played one game of it, and it was like a two-hour, two-hour-and-a-half game. And I was like, wow, this is way too long. Um, and I switched almost exclusively to aggro decks for the rest of the convention. I played Calamax one more time, and it was still a two-hour game. 
Um, I did not touch my Zedru control deck. I did not touch my Tashiro control deck a single time. Myra, I didn't pull out a single time too because it's just too slow. And I played aggro for the rest of the convention. But I think that's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that. that aren't aren't you guys saying games, games are too long and you're actively making choices to reduce game length? Yes. No, well, the games were short. They were yeah, short. but because I, you I actively to... chose to, <laughs> to yeah. play yeah. aggro decks to keep the game short, because if you played the deck you wanted, like Myra, please don't, it goes forever, right? Like, People isn't... love Myra, though, yeah. actually. They, that's the one they ask the most to play against. So we, we had the privilege of playing Myra in the hotel room, and I was about to quit Magic. Like, the, what? The that was of, because of me. The amount of triggers. <laughs> like, the amount of triggers and stuff happening. Uh, that game went so long, we stopped doing, like, any math. We're like, look, this champion in the parish, like, if you get hit by it, you're dead, okay? And I have, like, an arbitrary <laughs> number rules. of humans what? here. Why are you uh, blaming Myra? like, rolling dice like crazy. We're like, I don't know what's going on. You tell me if the game has I ended or not. I roll a single... Okay, I, okay, this is... This is... Okay, for the viewers your, your at home... Your turn took a long time, me and, Tomer. Me and Phil got Ooh, knocked out. Tomer. Me and Phil got knocked out, like, 20 minutes into the game or whatever, and then Richard and Seth literally went for over an hour just playing a 1v1 game and now I'm being gaslit to believe that no, oh no, no, I was no, no, taking no, no, so no, no, much no. time before Tober and Phil died they took like 20 minute turns I had like <laughs> one turn to pop off and then I immediately died I took maybe like if my clock my M2GO clock was like maybe like 20 minutes it was a 40 minute mark of the hour and then I was dead and then you all took a long but, time but to did finish. that game not inform you to not play Myra ever again at Magicon <laughs> like it just takes too long to execute all the thingies right I, I, I think people had dirtier decks and I definitely lean towards aggro more often but that was a special situation where uh, I had a lot of people coming up to me at my table and being like hey can we get in a game and I didn't want to have two-hour games, you know? Yeah. I want to have shortest games possible so I can play with the most people because there were people literally waiting to play and they were, like, hanging around the table waiting to see if the, spin the game would finish up. So it was my incentive to, to speed up the game as much as play. So that's why I didn't play Control. But, like, I don't think two hours is even bad. But Ooh. I do think... On Speaking average, of control, Krim, well, I, you said your yeah. games are getting shorter, but I always see you playing aggro at the table. Did you did you bust out <laughs> your control well, no. decks? Yeah, I bust out my so I do so my aggro games go well under an hour. <laughs> oh, so, wow. uh, I I have a question because I play control and let, let's yeah. say my super friends deck. Right, you played against it. I mean, like that game, I didn't get to pop off pretty much, but like I would say that my super friends deck. Even that, like, is the dirtiest, like, one of my dirtier decks, right? And that's, like, an hour and a half, right? But but let me ask you a question. Are y'all just not killing people? Like, are you too afraid to kill people? Does this tie back to, like, a topic that we talked about in a prior podcast? Are the games going long because y'all are just not letting people go? You know, there's just not enough room on the boat, Leo. I'm sorry. There's just not enough it's, room on the boat. We so got Tomer, Tomer and Seth actively shorten their game length and i actively increase my game length because <laughs> i've done nothing. prior magicons my favorite deck my favorite it still is my favorite deck is rograk and arden it's a voltron mm -hmm. deck and i refuse to play voltron anymore because i don't want to be that guy 
like literally three turns into the game. Like, hello, buddy, you came to play. Here's a Colossus Hammer Double Strike. See ya, right? And then Rogat gets removed, and we play another hour game, and the the third, you know, the fourth person is sitting out. So mm-hmm. I actively don't play Voltron, which is probably increasing the the game length because I don't want to remove someone from the game like so early. Uh, so yeah, deck choice. Deck choice does kind of matter in that, right? And that's, but I gotta look. I don't feel any better if I'm like, yes, let's make it an hour game, but you know, three person hour game. This one person died five minutes in. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's not like, it, it, like you could also, I'm talking like, I, I wonder if the reason why that is, is like, let's just say on a turn, you could, I, I you know, Seth's done it, you know, <laughs> like on Commander Clash, like, oh, he hasn't done this, for, he hasn't done anything for the whole game, or, or, or it's, it's time for someone to go, and, and, you know, Seth will shift gears and let that person live, right? I'm like, oh, okay, right? Like, I, I know you said you feel bad about killing people, Aren't there, like, early. I kind of feel like there's social conventions to this, like, you don't play Mass Land Destruction, you don't, you know, whatever, play Winter Orb, like, there's certain things you don't play. I kind of feel like, isn't one of the unwritten rules of Commander, you don't just, like, turn three someone randomly, like, is is that, like, (laughs) bad form? I kind of, like, think that most people would consider it bad form to just, like, do the Arden Colossus Hammer, oops, sorry, you're dead. uh, You're bad as get him. Yeah, (laughs) like... (laughs) That would be the I mean, right way to play from a spike, like winning perspective. But I don't know if that's the right way to play in commander. I I don't even mean like turn three. I'm I'm not talking like because I mean like it's like turn nine and people are still like no 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 <laughs> wait don't kill me don't kill me don't kill me don't kill me. It's like no that's true. T- it's turn nine. Let me. I, it's okay if you chose me. You know it's my time to go. Also like on top of that like there there's I I find it nuts. Y'all are not playing some of your favorite commanders to help with the time issues that is not the case i i i haven't had to like nerf my commanders in any way in the where like oh well it draws the game out i'm and that's uh, i'm amazed that your games are the same length apparently i wonder how good we are at rating the length of our own games false I can say I can say that the Super Friends like is not a 1.5 hour game length. If, <laughs> what are you, what are you, if you, what are you talking about? Remember when we having played so in, much we, fun, he doesn't realize that we played in Barcelona <laughs> one time late night in the hotel, at like uh, lobby con. Yeah, it was, it was in Barcelona. You? Yeah, and but, I remember it was like a three plus hour game. It was there not were a so many board wipes. Game. It was I was not. so tired. <laughs> I, I remember I even won that game, but I did not feel happy. I felt no joy <laughs> winning that game. I think it felt like a relief. <laughs> it felt like it was a three plus hour game because of how many sweepers did happen. But the yeah, game I was ended. like, the there was no ended. creature allowed on the board. I just sat there hoping yeah. for death, begging for death, and it did not. It never came. And then eventually, I just like dropped. Like I have like twelve plus mana. I'm like Ur Dragon, and then you're like response. No, okay, next turn attack well okay, i think it's, the, it's also because the people we played with and maybe that's what it was the people we played with that night we played pretty fast right it wasn't like our turns like took super long right like yeah, it i played pretty... fast because i had nothing on the board <laughs> okay i guess that's fair <laughs> but like that game ended right so like it, it did end but it felt it, it felt it, very long maybe it wasn't three hours it felt like three hours it might have felt like three hours because we kept getting swept yes but like it's definitely not 1.5 though it felt like it, a long it was run. it was not that long because we were <laughs> yeah. just barely in that lobby right so, like so do, do you guys to... feel skill matters in game length like i feel the better you are, the longer the game goes because 
it's like everyone has enough interaction to prevent someone from like actively winning. And everyone has constructed their deck correctly to assemble their engine to not run out of gas to keep fighting the battle. So, like, what, what do you guys think? Do you think it matters at all? Like, whether, you know, if the decks are constructed uh, optimally or more poorly or power level or anything, like, do you think it affects game length at all or it's just like whatever? I think it does. Like, I, I think it must. Like, do you remember? <laughs> so, speaking of Vegas, one of the things in Vegas, uh, Krim, Krim Trot Richard and I, the One Piece TCG, and I think you called it like the the sweatiest intro game of all time or something, because <laughs> we each spent like we don't know the game, which is kind of like magic because you don't know any of the cards, and there's so much text now, there's so many new things, so you're trying to figure everything out. But like, if you're really trying to min max and do that, it takes a long time, right? And now we're in a world of Commander where you never run out of cards, so you always have eight cards cards in hand 10 cards in hand at least seven cards in hand if you have a reliquary tower or whatever but you always have a handful of cards you got so many new cards that you haven't played with before or your opponent's playing that you haven't seen before all the new cards have a ton of text on them so you have this huge wall of paragraphs in your hand so many different options every single turn so i think if you're actually trying to actively like be the sweaty player who's like making every right play of course it's gonna take longer right like my favorite people are the people who just don't care they're just like super casual and like i like Moldrifter and just slam it down and pass the turn and like don't read I, anything those are those are my favorite opponents i'm like yes i can get behind this i had a 30 minute one piece game with crim and i felt bad that i was taking too long and then you guys like i went to sleep and you were still at it, <laughs> it was, but i, it was I an intense that. intro game okay and by the way the cards are like vanilla bears yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah it's not yeah but okay so the factor is people are tanking too much now there's just too much option too many options happening and people are tanking too much it's not actually board actions but people just in the tank so I can see a worry about, like, card draw is way better than it used to be. So everybody, like, I, I remember distinctly in, like, 2011, people did go empty-handed and was, like, drawing cards very inefficiently. Like, if they did draw cards, they can refill, but then they won't be able to cast on the same turn. Now everything is, like, man advantage, card advantage rules everything. Um, and I could see that being an issue also with the number of new cards coming out all the time that you have to reassess the board by reading everything. I can see how that could slow down the game in terms of you have too many options and too many new things that you're not uh uh used to but at the same time i still think for personally like my games are still the same like you know i don't think i don't think games are slowing down but i can see i can see how that could impact and slow I, down. i, I, I think we've vacuum. adjusted for that as well so there was a time where i actually tried to read and understand every card <laughs> Now I'm like, I don't even know what the four commanders are. I'm like, I don't know what that is. Uh, you tell me if the combo happened or not, right? <laughs> like, uh, how much damage am I taking this combat? I don't know. So, and I feel most people do that. Like, most people don't really understand what the card is. Like, I, I don't think anyone knows what Baragon does to this day, right? They're just like, no. I don't know what happened. Like, how much Ooh. damage am I taking, <laughs> right? And we kind of just do that because it's too much to, like, read the card, take it out of the sleeve, read the backside, read the saga, figure out what Chapter 3 does. But I think we've adjusted by just being like, I don't know, you tell Not me. Not caring, And yeah. then that doesn't actually affect the game length because we just kind of play super casually and just be like, I don't know, you tell me. Yeah, See, I think I also so, read your stuff play. after I pass my turn, right? I do my oh, actions. So sweaty, and, Krim. Reading I, the cards. I, no, but like, <laughs> reading the cards. Well, after I pass the turn, like that, that, yeah. that's actually worse, because then you find out, oh, did I just cast into a... <laughs> Uh-oh. I mean, I know... Yeah, I, I don't think... Oh, go ahead, Tomer. Uh, I, I don't think it's, like, how skilled you are. It's, it's more how sweaty you are. Like, 
there can be a lot of uh, skilled people who just take the game a little bit less seriously because it's commander and then they're more okay playing fast and loose like you don't have to try to optimize every single play for every single game i would i would very much agree that's kind of right i'm at too i don't think it's a skill level thing but a like an attitude thing more than anything like how seriously do you yeah. take a game of commander i was gonna ask you you guys have mentioned a few times that games you think maybe have sped up because we're getting more powerful cards that can actually like close out the game faster but isn't that like counteracted by the fact we're getting so many much more powerful answers that keep the game dragging on like yes your commander is going to be able to kill quicker now yes you probably have better threats now but you're also playing against farewell and you're playing against teferi's protect like you're playing against all these cards that didn't exist before that are designed to like drag out the game and keep you alive so doesn't it at least even itself out Uh, i don't know you all keep saying farewell and teferi's protection a lot of times but like how many more other cards is that? Like, okay, so yeah, Farewell and Teferi's Protection are very good, but I think there's more threats and, and efficient draw and efficient engine than there are efficient removal that's coming up. Like, they all get what are the up. best? What are the best interactions? <laughs> it's still fierce. It's still mana drain. It's still like your sorts of plowshares. You know, like okay, yeah, Farewell shows up and Teferi's Pro shows up, but like. All the other best interaction are the same stuff that we've been having for years now. So okay, here, here's the question: Teferi's protection. We need more Teferi's protections or less Teferi's protections? Uh, we, we're getting everybody lives, which is like kind Crunchy. of Teferi's protection, but not really. It prevents uh, creatures from being removed. It gives you hexproof. It prevents someone from winning or losing the game. Uh, do we want more of these? As if we're saying games are too fast and uninteractive, do we want this interaction? Or are we saying games are getting kind of stuffed by Teferi's Pro and we don't need even more Teferi's Pro-looking cards? I have lots I of Teferi's Pro is an anomaly. I, I think the Teferi's Pro and One Ring are the two main issues. But they just printed like, Everybody Lives too. Like, they're printing these cards every yeah, few months so now. Worse. Is it? Yeah. I think that one's pretty, pretty eh. I don't think people will actually be playing it that much. Really? Yeah, like, I could like, be wrong. The thing here is, so, if you, it, it's still good, but it, 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 like, you gotta remember, you can't, your life total, right? It's, mm-hmm. it, they can't lose the game and players, uh, like, other players can't win the game, right? Yeah. Or lose the game. But it doesn't mean that your life total can't change, so there's that still does. lots of you things. You have protection you, from everybody everything. Everybody lives as your life total can't change. Your life total can't change. Does it say that? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it's, it's hexproof and indestructible. Yep. Players get hexproof. Players can't, uh, oh, can't lose life. life. Yeah. yeah. But okay, you can okay. still kill them with like commander damage. You can still poison them. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, always okay, say this okay. about Teferi's Protection. <laughs> it is literally never happened. No, Teferi's Protection awesome. doesn't no, 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 allow no, no, you to you're, you're poison them there. or commander damage them. Yeah, you're not there. Right? Like, I think that's the huge thing about it. So, like, yeah. I'm like, because I'm making sure to read this. Yeah, like, it, it isn't that you have protection from everything. I, no. I mean, you, you you stuff it with a counter spell like that. That just like that kills sure, Teferi's you, Pro you, too, right? But it's yeah, just right. another interaction that like okay. takes place that stops you from winning the game, right? Like, because what happens okay. is like you attack for lethal, someone Teferi's Pro's out of there, they untap, and then they wrath, and then you're like, okay, cool. Here's another hour <laughs> to this game, right? Like that's kind of the problem. <sighs> and I, I like I've seen so many Teferi's Pro. Uh, one yep. ring wasn't as oh, common, seen... but the fairies pro. It's just like Ferris they have everywhere. three mana up. Like you, you just don't even bother attacking. Like they, they'll, ha- someone will have to. Wait, no, you pro. have to bring it out. You have to take you it to, out. You of their have hands. to force it out of their hands. Yeah, maybe that's why like, you're having three hour games. 
Well, no, <laughs> because you attack and then they they Teferi's pro and then they're sure. like, okay, wipe the board and then you do it again, but it just drags it on, right? But you got to get it out of their hand eventually. Also, on top, I, but there's uh, a cost top, to that, which is the game goes longer, right? What if they didn't have Teferi's pro? What if they just like, well, have, I don't know, creatures or something, right? Why would they do that? Also, also like the, the the other the other thing is I don't mind if they even made more because sure let's say they made more I I don't think it like hurts it, it it's a non factor to me because if they make more then your and your deck is just loaded with a bunch of Teferi's pros then what are you winning with? No, I mean you're, like, you're you're playing blink and you're dragging out the game. Well, you have to, you have to, yeah, you'd only it run matters. the best ones. I agree. Like if you it, have a. No, like, like if let's say they made 40 more of these, right? Oh, well, sure, yes, yes. There's diminishing returns. If you made 40 more Teferi's Pros, the 39th one wouldn't matter much. But I would argue the second Teferi's Pro and the third one that actually you're going to show up in every single deck, those matter a ton. Now you got to deal Look, with Teferi's Pro from three players, four players, several times each game. Like, don't those ones matter a lot? Do I mean, like, for me, that's no different than just like a like a fancy, like... In this case, like it, it, it's like you play a bunch of board wipes, right? There's a bunch of board wipes between four players. Hmm. It's no different to me there than that. No, but I, I, I don't even I think, think most people do that. <laughs> I think it's that's also until your thing. next turn. That's the problem with everybody lives. Is like somebody can the fairies pro, and then for the entire turn cycle, nobody else can even kill them too. Yeah. That's what I really don't like about the fairies pro, and it shuts down basically every single option. You can't commander kill them you can't lower their life total you can't do anything you can't affect their board and it's not even till until end of turn it's until their next upkeep you know that's which is wild i i really don't like the fairies pro i don't want to see more of that showing up but i feel like there's so many cards that are like a lower tier that i think are absolutely fine like clever concealment flawless maneuver i think these cards are actually fine that's because not those are those are that's pros. if anything that's helping you close out the game right because you still get to keep your yeah. creatures like are they even in the same family of cards well well clever concealment it phases out all your you could phase out all your non-land permanents so you mm-hmm. can save yourself from a big board wipe but the problem with various pro is it saves you from a big board wipe but then it also is an omega fog the fact that it has an omega fog plus the board wipe protection is what makes it kind of like too good and same thing with the, the one ring. It's it's not that the one ring, oh, you have protection from everything for a turn cycle, like big whoop. It's the fact that it's attached to such a good card draw engine and it's a repeat it's on a permanent, so you can like bounce it and repeat doing it. Those are those are the two cards that I think uh are too much, but I can't think of any other card that really does is is as annoying in terms of dragging out the game. I like that Wizards is trying to give non-blue decks ways to interact with combo kills. Like, I think that that's a positive. I think blue having a monopoly on being able to stop Thoracle or whatever, like, you know, whatever these, like, win the game combos are, various combos, I think that's a bad thing. But I feel like they, like, skipped over, if you compare it to counter, uh, counter spells, they skipped over all the, like, cancels and all the bad ones and just went straight to like mana drain with their first printing and printed to fairy pro which is just like so over the top most ridiculous so i really wish they had started like 
with the angel's grace level something more like try more things like that rather than just going with teferi's pro which is like just so s tier that it's too good i found i don't even feel good when i teferi's pro and live do you guys feel good really? when like your opponent great. when your opponent like <laughs> they do all this cool commandery stuff they like do their big thing and you're just like oh three mana phase out haha <laughs> like jokes on you who did all this cool stuff like i played this one three mana card that should have never been printed gotcha like is that even that satisfying? Is satisfying? i love it to when they that is that satisfying. Satisfying. Of commander <laughs> I, I love it when they think that the Ferris Pro will save them and then it gets countered. That felt real good. It's the, or the same Grim. as. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> either that or, or a simple, just, you know, like, uh, it, it, it's pretty funny if they think they've got you in the bag and then you just peace out. <laughs> Peace. I think it was. I, I remember we. I, I personally thought the card was super cool at the beginning, but then it's just that you see it so many times that I think if if you see any powerful card every single game, then it's inherently going to be boring, even if it's like super sweet or whatever. And I thought the various protection was really sweet at the beginning, but then now that I've seen it, basically any any person who's in white, I'm expecting them to cast it at some point. Yeah. Um, then yeah, it loses its charm. But I think that's just like because of its popularity. The problem with the fairies pro is it dismantles the win, right? You're like, it's just a, a free turn. And even if you don't sweep on that turn, when it comes back to your turn, you probably don't have the pieces to win again. Like you, you crater hoofed, you did the big attack into fairies pro. Now you untap and you have like a five, five or whatever crater hoof now, right? Like you, you've kind of like wasted your trump card. So you can't reload after the fairies pro, even if your board remains intact so it, it kind of drags on the game in that manner it's not like you just repeat uh the other thing we mentioned a lot was board wipes is farewell too strong they, they printed a new oh no uh, everything this. exiles uh in doctor <laughs> who for seven mana and i would say my biggest gripe about farewell is there's no counterplay outside of planeswalkers right like the way you the way you're supposed to play commander which most people do not play but well, it's the a fairies pro it beats it well, yeah, yeah, okay, you have to have the, the Fairies Pro or the Counterspell, right? But if you have a big board, right, you're like, I'm not going to commit anymore because I don't want to get swept up, right? Uh, okay. But if they just had a Wrath of God, you could play more Mana Rocks, you could play some Artifact Draw Engine, you can keep progressing your game plan without overcommitting to the board. Farewell sweeps everything up. Like, your counterplay is to ramp, draw cards or play a planeswalker like anything you commit to the board will get swept up so when the board starts getting clogged like people just stop playing spells because the farewell is coming and they don't want to get like you know got and get like eight for one or whatever from the farewell and it just like slows the game down and if you somehow manage to assemble a board uh you get swept up you just lost like 10 cards or whatever in that sweep and now you don't have the the gas and power to finish out the game so what do you think about these like catch all sweepers of like sweep everything and sweep them good exile them okay so you, i think the one thing here is we're talking like you know every farewell is like for sure right and so i even with that i do deck build and like plan as if it were right and and i think there's a lot of ways to protect your stuff nowadays but also i think farewell is like needed because you played against my humans deck right you saw the board states where, like, just a Wrath of God does nothing. It does nothing. 
I, too many cards are so efficient at keeping my border on. I had Jarena. I had all these things. I had like layers of protections from destroy effects. On top of that, I had random ward effects, right? So farewell was needed just because of how efficient the threats are today. And now, on, is it too powerful? Not at all. Can you play around it? Definitely. I play Glorious Protector in full expectation, like in any deck. Like I, I am not afraid to overcommit into a board wipe because also, I mean, into Farewell. Because if I did, well, you know, I did my thing. That's fine. I don't mind. And but yeah, there's tons of ways to get around it too. Because Glorious Protector, you have Teferi's Pro, you have Clever Concealment. Now you have you lots of white. things like this. These are all or white blue. cards. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> but then, but then it's being white or blue. If you're blue in black or green or yeah. red, you have no answer to it. Well, really. you know, green is already the number one color, anyways. It can rebuild. <laughs> it can. It actually can. Like let let's be real here. Green can just rebuild. Like it actually can just rebuild. Fair. So, yeah. uh, no, go ahead, Grim. I don't know. I, I, I just don't see the problem with... I, I don't even think Farewell is, like, busted. I, I constantly see this this thing, like, this discourse, res- like, just resurface every <laughs> every year. It's the same as Dr- Droneth Magistrate, right? They come back this, every is, year. Is this the uh, Black Reanimate players? That's that's the people yeah, who are like, really, they're It's they're like starting Black Reanimate. <laughs> I, I, I remember when I also said... I forgot what it was. We had one podcast where I said one of the best cards... In, in like all of Commander in like it was Farewell and the comment section laughed me like like laughed at me for hours and that was an early Farewell and all that I'm, and then now everybody's like oh Farewell oh! but you see it's not funny anymore is it? <laughs> I think Farewell is like a symptom <clears throat> of, a, of a recent problem in Magic design like if you look at the first 20 years of Magic before Wizards went all in on Commander Wraths that just hard wrath everything were pretty rare. You have like Nev's Disc, a Chroma's Vengeance, a Stewart Command came out in lore when I guess Oblivion Stone is a million mana. I really think catch all wraths that just blow up everything are are way less interesting. Like, I think Commander is way more interesting when, if you're worried about artifacts, you play a Vandal Blast. If you're worried about enchantments, you play a Tranquility. Uh, having these one-card do-everything wraths, especially ones that exile, I think are actually way less fun as a play pattern in the format. And Wizards, like, even dropping Farewell, like, in just the last few years, you have, like, Hour of Revelation, you have Undo Inversion, you have Devastating Mastery, you got Boom Pile, you got Ruinous Ultimate, you got Carnside. Like, they're putting these on a very regular basis. So it's pretty realistic that your deck could play five of these, ten of these if you wanted to, just these hard resets, the whole board's gone. And they do add a lot of time to the game, right? Like, whether Farewell is overpowered or not, like, a hard reset, everyone's things are gone, let's start over on turn six, is like, that is going to add a lot of time to the game compared to not having that. I have a big disagree there. Uh, I think that the, it's called symmetrical board wipe, where it board wipes everything, including your own stuff, is like more of an old school mentality of the Wrath of God, the Damnations. Uh, even Toxic Deluge is pretty old at this point. Uh, these are all the old ways of doing it. And I think the modern way of doing it, which I much prefer, uh, is primarily asymmetrical board wipes. They usually hey. wipe the board, where, but they don't wipe your board. So Vandalblast blows up artifacts, but I'm thinking more of stuff like Ruinous they recently Ultimatum. printed Ruinous Ultimatum, yeah, which, which Seth actually mentioned. It actually just blows up your opponent's stuff. Um, Psychroots is one of the most popular ones because it also doesn't bounce your own thing. Uh, there's one that's 
If you have vampires, there's a vampire board wipe that gives all things negative X and negative X. Uh, There's multiple giant ones where it deals damage to non-giant creatures. Uh, There's Crux of Fate, non-dragon creatures. Uh, There's one, they printed one recently for, uh, if you have counters on creatures. If you have counters on creatures, uh, then they don't die. But stuff without counters on them, uh, that just came out with New Capenna. So basically, every single archetype is getting a board wipe that doesn't affect their own side of the board. And I think that's super healthy because it allows you to run board wipes but it doesn't slow down your board progress. So the game can actually end quicker. And I do actually don't like Farewell, not because it's too strong. I think it's actually fine power level wise. I do. I don't like that. It actually affects your own board because it does slow down the game a little bit. I actually prefer a version. I would prefer a Farewell if it costed like two more mana that it just affected your opponents. Eight mana Farewell. Only your opponent's controls. That would be I would ridiculous. Say. I mean, yeah, I, I agree right with just, you. The, the one-sided it. board wipes do are not it. board wipes. They're, they're win cons. Like you, you, It's like playing an overrun or something, right? Like You play this with the expectation of winning, whereas mm-hmm. a, a real board wipe hard resets the board. right? And Seth says you go back to turn six. But that's not even true. So most people, which is like actually most people, mana rock believers, mana dork believers, are not only getting their board wiped, they're getting like quadruple stone rained in the process. So they are really, really going nowhere, right? Like they're going backwards to like turn three while other people, the green player is still on turn eight after the board wipe. And that slows down the game dramatically, right? So getting stone rained (laughs) on your way down with the farewell. (laughs) And then it it also hurts people's draw engines and stuff. Like it, it, it creates a game where it's hard to win because it's so clean of an answer. And if they ever printed like eight mana farewell, like that's one sided, like that would be the most ridiculous card. Uh, Ridiculously cool. Do it. Do it. Like imagine if Psych Rift was permanent. Just like yeah. well, the discard them and exile them. You're like, what? <laughs> right. What what would you need to pay to get a one sided farewell? If if Psych Rift is seven, it's instant speed, mass balance, one sided. What does Farewell have to be ten? to be one side? Yeah, I would say ten. ten at a minimum. Eight, I would at sorcery speed. The, the other thing I would say about this whole thing is like, yes, it's. I like that they're printing Rast for specific archetypes, so you can kind of like make them one sided. But if you've got an EDH rack, the pe- things people are playing are Austere Command in Farewell and Wrath of God. Like those are the top cards that everyone's playing in all their decks. So yes, it's cute that like the point zero zero one percent of people are playing Giants can like keep their board in Wrath. But like, how much does this actually impact game length in the wider Commander meta? Because it seems like if you just look at the percentages on EDH Rack, it's the Farewells and the Austere Commands. Those are the cards that well, most people are putting in all of their decks. Well, obviously, because you can only put the giant wrath in the giant deck, right? Otherwise, it doesn't make sense to run it. Yeah. So they're going to show up a lot less. But what I'm saying is that I think this is the way forward for board wipes. You need to print more of these. So every single archetype will have their own one-sided board wipes. And yep. hopefully more than one, maybe two even. And then you can supplement that with like a generic board wipe as well, too. And move away from these wrath of gods. So, make so it all so of that- these rats are creatures only? Do you think we should make one-sided... Artifact, yeah. Yes. Like like, 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 a, like a catch-all. I don't know how that yeah. would be templated to not affect your stuff, but because all of the all of like the giant rats and stuff you're talking Overload. about is like creatures, right? It's like a wrath of God. But if we move you on literally to make make it make it right down cyclonic road, but then change it to farewell and then change the <laughs> overload cost to whatever, nine mana, whatever though. Like exile target, 
choose one exile target blah 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 or choose one or more exile target blah 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 and then give it overload cost yeah. i don't know Done. i don't know if this solves the problem though because even if you look at like giant decks on edh right go to like a specific giant commander they're still playing farewell they're still playing a steward command they're adding in realm cloak giant on top of that but even if they printed a bunch of these specific ones aren't the farewells of the world just so strong that everyone's gonna play them anyway like on well, top of to. now you get three or four of so. your like uh, whatever giant specific wraths eventually but then you also play three or four of just the really busted good wraths and then everyone's but playing a crim deck and games never end. <laughs> how many decks do you actually run feral in because i think for every single deck you can have an All excuse on well i know crim does but i think for richard and seth in particular who are complaining about it i don't think you actually run farewell that often do you You'll always be like well i'm a graveyard deck i have a sun titan in this deck therefore <laughs> i can't run farewell or like I'm a creature deck. I don't want to exile my own creatures, blah, blah, blah. You do that for every single white deck that you own, and you end up not running farewell in anything. <laughs> I will say, that's Richard. That's Richard. Richard. That's, Richard. 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 that's not my logic. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I straight up have farewell in my humans deck, so, well, so like, I don't even understand why you don't. <laughs> I don't run farewell in most of my decks because I use that exact same argument. Like, I have an Akiri Cauldron deck. I'm not going to run farewell in that. I don't want to hit artifacts nor creatures. You know, I can give myself indestructible. That kind of so gets you, around that. You best that. believe if I can one side farewell, I will do it. <laughs> I <know. laughs> right? Because I don't want to wipe need. my own graveyard. I don't run farewell in my white base decks. But you, you better believe I will pay happily four more mana on my farewell to, to yeah. just one sided wipe. But even uh, memes okay. aside, maybe that's probably bad. Maybe it's too good to have a one-sided farewell well, because it's a it win-con. Like, I, I can excuse one-sided Vorweiss because you just think of it as like an overrun or something, right? It's not the same as like a hard reset yeah. the game. On yourself. I, you I actually progress. think the power crept farewell will reset harder. It will phase everything back in. Right? Mm. Like the, the original the original chicken sure. and egg is we play wrath. No, we play like a board wipe. It's too powerful. Let's make regenerate so you can regenerate through the board wipe. Well, regenerate's too powerful. We can't kill anything. Let's make wrath of God where creatures can't regenerate. Okay, now we can't regenerate. We're gonna play indestructible creatures. I'm like, oh, we can't get rid of them. We gotta exile them. Okay, now we exile all of them. What do we do? We phase out. That is that is 2023 production. We're currently at the phase out stage. There will definitely be a card that farewells and phases everything in before the farewell resolves. And then what will wizards do? (laughs) What will wizards do then? (laughs) I feel like just green, black, and red are just like left out of this whole arms race because it's really just white. White gets to phase everything out. White has the best answers to protection now, which is, I mean, great for them and everything. And blue obviously could just counter anything that is bothersome. Uh, but then, like, I can I can understand as if I was a Jund player, I'd be royally upset with Farewell because I don't have many options to answer it. And I think that's where, where it's a, a problematic card. But, like, I don't know, man. I just don't see that being an issue right now. I will. I mean, I will, like. Oh, go ahead, Graham. I don't. I, I don't. I think that, like, regardless of, like, Farewell and all these things, like, that's not why games are getting, like, longer to me. <laughs> I still think a lot of it is just people are afraid to, like, turn 10, turn 11, they don't, they just won't kill people. Let, let, let's talk about this rule zero. So, part of that is that combo players are demonized, right? Like, if, if, if you run an or efficient in two-card like combo... That's considered uncool. 
right? The, the stronger your combo, which means the easier it is to pull off, like the more uncool mm-hmm. it is, and like, bro, you're supposed to win with combat damage or something, right? Is that part of the problem? If we all just untapped on turn six and like two card comboed each other, like the game would end, right? Like someone, you know, maybe the first one hits the counter spell, but then the second person does it and the game ends, right? Mm-hmm. Is that a problem? We, we've become like too casual. We've rule zeroed out quick kills, and we gotta just hit people with mana dorks or something. It, I, it's not. I mean, I I think it's fair. Like, if you don't want to, like, have, I guess, like, I don't know, a one card combo, sure. But like, I I will say that I I don't think that that's the that's not what I'm talking about. That like I think we just aren't down to like end the game. Like, as in, we do not end the game. We do not remove players. And it's like, you should kill, you should remove a player. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't that. even know what to respond to. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly. There's two different things going. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, okay. Uh, I, uh, yeah, so as far as, like, not being down to remove players, I don't know if I agree with that. I think, yes, on, like, turn three, four, or five, when people are getting set up, I do think it's, like, considered bad form to take someone out. But... I don't know if I've experienced turn 11, an hour and a half into the game, like there being an issue with taking someone out. I don't know if that's been my experience playing commander at that, like at that point in the game. So I guess maybe, maybe we need to be more on top of killing people super early and just not feeling bad if they sit there for an hour. But uh, as far as the combo thing, I think that's the same Jun problem, right? Like I think that's kind of the overarching issue. The same Jun problem is farewell. Yeah, like combos are great unless you're playing green or red or black or one of the colors that can't Teferi's protection or play a counter spell. And then you just like feel pretty hopeless and helpless. So I think that's a big part. Like if every color had counter spells and could deal with combos, I think that the community would be much more accepting of them. But I think it's one of those things where it just like really skews heavily in favor of certain colors that can interact on the stack. And that's three of the five colors. So I think that's a big reason why people don't like playing against counters is you just, oops, I picked a commander I like, but it doesn't happen to be in blue or white. So I just kind of like am drawing dead to someone comboing. I I feel like saying uh, we should play more combos is like saying we should do more combat damage. Like there's such a large spectrum on that. Like the difference between a Thassa's Oracle plus demon- demonic consultation versus like, which is like three mana and two cards. And it's almost impossible to interact with other than like a stifle effect um, versus like a six card combo that costs 15 mana and requires your opponents to not touch any of the permanents while you're setting up. Like obviously they're both combos, but we can't just like umbrella term both of them. I think what about the like, casual you, combo? Like a three card yeah. combo costing eight mana. It's still demonized, it's, no? Absolutely. It is. I mean, it's definitely demonized uh, in the comment section um, in Commander Clash. <laughs> yeah, That's like, why we, that we some, generally avoid it. Some time. I feel like. Thing? I think at regular LGSs, I've never seen anybody have an issue of like, who I've only pulled this off once in my entire life, but I did the nine lives combo, which is nine lives, fractured identity, Zedru to donate, uh, or. Nine lives, fractured identity, and then like Patricia's scorn, a three card combo with a, for a lot of mana and very very uh, sussy um, to pull off. I've done it a single time out of like maybe fifty Zedru games. Nobody complained. You know that was everybody was like, oh, that was a cool combo. You know, I I, I think that's more just like our our audience kind of doesn't like combos i don't know i think if but you even did that, that combo on commander clash people would like it like i think if you yeah, did, if it was that you combo, also page 
you fractured yeah, faith. Yeah, fractured faith. People are cool with that. So I think There's it depends. There's certain comments that people don't like. Yeah. Infinite turns, you are always going to get the salt for, but I think that's more about the turns than the combo aspect. Yeah, even if it was, like, as hard to pull off as a fractured phase, it was still... (laughs) (laughs) Also, I still get people commenting about Kiki Kiki combo, because I did that, like, once on a Commander Clash, like, four (laughs) years ago. Ten years ago. (laughs) Also, Richard submitted more Kiki combo deck lists than I ever did. I did it, like, I had, like, two Kiki combo decks, and it was, like, four Years, no, three years. <laughs> it was like three years ago and people are still like oh Tomer is the combo player of the group he kick you combos all day long i'm like dude come on <laughs> so like yes there is i think there is a bias against combos and i think that also makes like these uh the fog meta that we keep talking about y'all just prolific. lie to yourselves there that, 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 <laughs> yeah i don't know they try yeah, we're no trying to manifest meta. the like, fog like, meta I think seth's thing is correct right if you are jund and someone combos you and it's not a creature based combo you're out of luck you have like very little recourse against it you're not like at this point it's just like two people playing solitaire against each other right like you can't interact with them in a meaningful manner uh Mm. is that the problem if everyone had stack interaction people would care less about uh combo if everyone had everybody lives everybody lives as a white card but imagine if it was the one ring and it was colorless and every deck could run it would people be less salty about combos because they can actually do something about it rather than just like throw their hands in the air and you know cry imbalanced but almost all combos that i can think of revolve around having a permit being on the battlefield that you can respond to like Thassa's oracle is the unique case where like you it once once Thassa's oracle is on the battlefield it's too late you can't interact with it but like if somebody just has a random combo like even kiki jiki combo you can respond to the Kiki combo. You could just kill one of the things when they activate it. So I don't think that's actually even an issue. There's like I can't think of like any other combos that are just like on the stack and GG. There has to be some, but like maybe like a four- dual caster mage. No, not I mean, well, the only one is Thoracal combo, and no one plays that in casual. Well, there's also like a lot. Every color should be able to stop whatever, right? There's also plenty that don't involve creatures. Like, yes, most colors can deal with creatures, but like Isochron, Scepter, Dramatic, Reversal. You need to specifically have Artifact uh, hate, essentially, to stop that. Or uh, there's enchantment combos, Exquisite Blood, Sanguine Bond. Like, so, yeah, I guess a lot of combos involve creatures, but then a lot of them involve, like, harder to deal with permanent types as well that not every deck is going to necessarily have access to instant speed answers to those things but like if you exquisite blood and sanguine bond how much mana is that that's like a lot and then you still have to like activate you have to still drain somebody to get the the thing going i don't know if you if you like just tap down float 11 mana exquisite blood sanguine bond and then manage to ding somebody on the same turn i mean like you earned it i think you deserve to win at that I mean, point that's the logical way but you know, we always see the moto roofs, no combos, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Short hands. Last, uh. last question: Is value out of control? Do we have too many triggers? Um, yes. too many dice, too many die roll, too many upkeep thingies. How too many? Do you pay the ones? Like stuff where we get interrupted. I know I want to take Champion of the Parish out of my deck because I'm tired of counting die. 
Uh, I know a lot of people don't play Cathar's Crusade because no one wants to put a million dice on the battlefield and start incrementing them. Uh, I even kind of want to get Smothering Tiles on my deck because I'm tired of asking people if they want to pay the two uh, on every single card draw. Like, is it we have too many triggers going on and just too much stuff happening to resolve all the time? It makes me sad to say, but I think card draw is too good now. <laughs> we I think need like, more when there's like there's like too much. Well, yeah, we talked we talked about this when we were at uh, Vegas on the previous podcast. But I think like there's too many card draw, too many um, things that you can do every single turn. Like the mana advantage and card advantage of 2023 means that instead of casting one spell and passing, oftentimes in the mid game and especially in the late game, you're casting like so many things per turn. Just every deck. You don't have to be like a storm deck or anything. It's just so easy to do so. And yeah, there's so many triggers and everything to follow up with that it just becomes like, I don't know. It's it starts it stops getting fun. And like I definitely see this with like, let's say, uh Phil. Sorry, Phil. He's not here to defend himself. <laughs> but like a Phil deck is literally just that. And I totally get that. That's how when I started playing Commander, that's how I wanted to play too. I want to be the Simic value person. Like that was my my path in life too. But now it's so easy to do the Simic value things or whatever value things where you're just like drawing cards, not attacking, blah, 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 blah. It just starts like, become, I, like as soon as that starts happening, I just stop having fun. You know, like it's just too much. It's too easy <laughs> to pull it, to do all these things. And I'm just like, oh man, I'm just going to play aggro. For me, things. for me, it's a little <laughs> bit like, like wrapping back around to the start of the cast where I changed a lot of the decks that I played to get game length down. I have also crossed a lot of decks off my uh, list of my rotation because I didn't want to deal with all the triggers of them. So I, I have felt that myself. Like I was really excited to build the Arak attractions. And then I found that just like managing all the attractions every turn, I was taking five or 10 minutes each turn cycle. And I was feeling bad that I was wasting so much of the time. So I just like stopped playing the deck because there were so many triggers to resolve or the same is true of like uh, the Preston deck. The, I guess the same decks that I took out of rotation for time reasons are also decks, decks that are very like trigger heavy that are just like doing so much stuff. So uh, yeah, and it's very easy to build those decks and they're fun. Like it's fun to draw all the cards and do all the things. So I can certainly see why why someone just joining the format would head in that direction. There's a reason that like Teova or Asai or like some of those commanders are like the most popular ones are super easy and fun and you always got cards and you always got mana. So yeah, I think that does play into it. I don't know if there's any solution to that from a meta perspective. I think you can like have some self-control in your own deck selection and like kind of rule zero yourself if it becomes too much. But yeah, I think the modern card design does play into it. I think the option Grim, will always been be there. You've an advocate of Hall Breacher. Do we, do we need Krim never Hall takes breachers? long turns, too. Like, he's very much draw-go and everything. So I, I've never seen Krim actually have, like, a deck that does this sort of style. I don't, I don't, I don't take long turns also because I just... I, I usually speed through my turns. Yeah, even uh, your super friends deck, like, you, you kind of go qu- pretty quick. I would never say that you're, that, that you're ever slow playing. That's, you play that's, control decks, but you're yes. never you're never this slow is on what your turn. Years of playing control has taught you. You don't want to go to time. Yeah. Krim plays yeah. super fast, <laughs> <laughs> and that is exactly it. Like I've never, I I used to never get to have lunch in between rounds at tournaments because I was always playing the slowest deck. So I learned real quick to just hey, I got to be efficient with my turns, plan during your turns. So that's the other yeah. thing. So I don't know. I, I personally don't. I I. 
I don't know. You like I I I I don't I just I don't even know. I'm trying to figure out how to put this into words. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, Richard, you, you take so, over. So, so while you stay. pause, I, I, I was going to say it's not only the card draw; it's the style of card draw. So, like red players are the worst. Sorry, red players, because what they do is they all Italy you which takes like much longer to resolve than to just draw a card, right? They're like, everybody, excel the top card of your libraries, right? The choose, choose one amongst them that can't be cast or something, and then I get a choice to cast another one for free. And then, so it's like not just draw a card, right? But it requires actions from everyone, and it requires like messing with their deck. Um, so I would say it's not only just the raw card draw, but it's the way we're drawing cards too, right? Uh, Esper mm-hmm. Sentinel. I think is a mistake, right? We we all acknowledge this. Something where you have to ask someone, like every single literal game action that's happening. Hey, do you pay the? Hey, do you pay that? Like, hey, do you do that? Uh, stuff that triggers on every upkeep, every end step. Like, it's these kind of things that kind of drag out the game. And I'm surprised Wizards doesn't fix it. Like, we still have some of these effects going on on new cards. Um, but I think that's a game design thing, right? Like people, like almost everyone I talk to at Magic uh, MagicCon, like will not play Cathar's Crusade. No one wants to deal. My with boyfriend those dice. loves it. He <laughs> brings like a giant oh, box. Of it. Like, that's his like favorite thing. No, but he's actually really fast on it. So like he's, I was like he's, suffering just using Baragon. I'm like incrementing he the die of Baragon. It. I can't imagine like individual creatures at different pump levels and oh, like oh. you enter. Oh, these enter simultaneously. So this, but then after that resolves, this triggers. So that I, happens. These are somebody sick. Nerds. By the way, these are tapped. It's like oh my yeah. goodness. He, 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 like, because like his favorite things like he plays like subway simulator where he builds like subways and he loves sheets and excel sheets and stuff like that so like oh yeah managing tracking counters on 50 different uh unique game pieces oh baby that's, that's like his favorite thing <laughs> not for me though like i definitely will never play a, a catharsis crusade deck but i think like this kind of thing is card kind of hard for wizards of the coast to to uh to fix I, I think, well, like, no more Asper Sentinels, please. I hope so. No more pay the Cards X overrated. ever printed again. I just don't want to see any more of them. Like, do you pay the X is, like, just a, a banned terminology, I, I would say, going forward. Um, but I think the nice thing, though, is also Wizards of the Coast has printed a lot more aggro, good aggro uh, commanders. Anything that has, like, a powerful attack trigger. Obviously, like, Winota's too far on one extreme. We don't really need more Winotas, obviously. But, like, a lot of my decks have, like, when you attack, you draw cards. When you attack, you generate mana when you attack. And it's like, yeah, attack. And, like, okay, what? I'm going for the value, obviously, but I'm also lowering everybody's life totals. I can't go for the value too many times because you're all going to die. And I think that's that's beautiful of, like, modern commander design. There's a lot of just good commanders that have powerful attack triggers that are very varied. Like, whenever you attack, you get to reanimate an enchantment, you know? Whenever you attack, you get to make a token of something, you know? Those are wonderful. I love those. Okay, so to close things out, give me two things. Give me one. Do you think the format should go faster or slower? Uh, And one thing you would like to see Wizards of the Coast do. Okay, well, I mean, you know what? Since that's... what I was going to say in response to everything from the last round of topic is hmm. going to kind of segue into this. And I think that we should see more Orcish Bowmasters. 
<laughs> not so even kidding. Card card punish that is also a win con. Yeah, on its own, I, right? I think we should be punishing the greed, right? We should run children in every deck. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm not joking. Punish greed. Punish greed. You drew a lot of cards. Hope you have an answer. <laughs> right? Like like. Right? Can like, they just not be good with wheels as well? Yeah, like, like, yeah independent sure. of wheels. <laughs> it's just well, the, the first it? card you draw each turn or something takes damage, but you don't or take like for if every you, card. Like, no, it's like every if a card spell or ability first. you control, if a spell or ability you control would cause... Uh, if a spell or ability an opponent control would cause them to draw more than one card, they do something bad. You know? Like, there yeah. was a card that did that, right? That was like... Anti- it didn't work with wheels. I, okay. I totally agree with that, though, actually. Tomer. What what is your assessment on game length and your recommendation? I think game length is a perfect length right now. Well, I, I think it's faster than it used to be, and I think that's a good thing. And my recommendation would be if there's ever a card that says do you pay the x and it happens every single turn, you just delete that card. You just throw it in the bin and you don't <laughs> print it. And that's how I would I would solve it. No more smothering tide, no more mystic setting, no more mystic remora, no more esper sentinel. Just do you pay that? That's banned. You just that's the the banned phrase that you just delete. Uh, yeah. All right, I I think the game length, most game lengths are fine, uh, but there are certain decks that just get super super lengthy. And uh, I think in Commander Clash, we didn't really talk about that much, but our meta is incredibly long games for whatever reason. So I don't know if our meta is uh, the average meta. As far as what wizards can do. For me, I think the big one is just, like, chill out with the catch-all exile rest. Like, it's mo- magic's more fun when you can play around things, when you can recur things, when there's uh, some variance in the cards that people are playing. So less, less like, uh, just catch-all, undo-inversion-style cards that are just like, uh-huh, blow up everything. And more uh, more narrow-specific rest for specific decks. Undo-inversion, right. menace of the format. <laughs> I mean, it is because it's a free include in every. It's deck, a land. Right? I play. I, I was going to say this earlier, but like maybe I don't like that many farewells, but I do play onto inversion in every deck that's white because it's free. It's a land. So I would say the game length is just about perfect, but we're starting to teeter towards too long. So if Wizards keeps pushing in this direction, we're going to get too long. So I like to keep them there, and I would say no more to fairies pro type cards. No more like one card catch all answer your entire game plan and keep me alive cards uh so none of that because i think we have a lot of them like seth said why don't we just like while they make worse ones they do it's called fog and angel's Mm -hmm. grace and people haven't caught on to these cards and once they catch on like we're gonna have an overwhelming number of these cards right like like the the rats people are like oh farewell is so good let me play Devastating Mastery. Let me play Ondu Inversion. Now that I realize how strong this is, there's all these like cards that are just slightly worse that are, have existed in Magic's history. I'll pull them out, right? So no more one, you know, one card, answer whatever you've been doing the whole game and get out of jail free. Like just, I don't know what that would be. Just play it out normally, but no more Teferi's Pro. So uh, that wraps up the podcast. Let us know in the comments what you think about game length. Uh, what do you think about Farewells? What do you think about Card Draw? What do you think about triggers? Uh, what would you want to see wizards doing? And uh, I, I guess combos. Combos is always the the interesting one because we always see very vocal people 
about for or against combos? Like, what what are what is your nuanced take on combo? You you have a comment section. You can actually type out <laughs> what you think rather than just vote yes or no combo. Like, what what do we think about the intermediate combo of you know I don't know two three cards ten mana twelve mana are those cool or not in a casual setting? Let us know in the comments, and uh, we'll see cool. you all back here next week. <laughs>